Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Double Cleanse podcast, a beauty, makeup, skincare, <laughs> influencer-based, related. Pod- related podcast with me, James Welsh. And me, Robert Welsh. Listen, we're just going to get straight into it today because we have a long episode. We yeah. actually have a guest today, Sophie or Soph from Soph Does Life. You may know her as Soph Does Nails, depending when you subscribed to her. Um... She's actually on the, from the same management that we are on yeah. in, and on. we are um, on and in, in and <laughs> in it. But yeah, we are fans of her um, content in general, um, her videos, hmm. and now her TikTok, which I am now on. What you always have to <laughs> plug yourself in some way, whether it's a discount code or a TikTok. Robert Welsh, MUA. Listen, maybe give yourself a month before advertising it, because if you're like yeah. me, you'll go on it for like a week and be like, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, and then you won't. <laughs> Listen, I have like 30 drafts <laughs> ready to Do you? Yeah. God. I've been working really hard. But yeah, as I was saying... All her content is incredible. We we kind of explain why in, in the um, uh, discussion, but yeah, she's just so real. Mm. Yeah, she's just real. The idea of this podcast initially was to talk about, with this episode, sorry, was to talk about um, kind of like the hurdles that we came across as influencers, starting mm. from, mm. you know, from the very first time we set up a camera to where we are now. But it kind of went, not off topic, but we went a bit into different categories and stuff. So it's just yeah. a general talk about, exactly. you know, being an influencer. And um, yeah, still some of the hurdles, but also loads of other stuff. Yes. And I have been also asked to apologise because throughout this <laughs> recording, <laughs> I say I need to go to the toilet twice, halfway through okay. somebody else talking. And it's, if it was edited out... <laughs> None of it would make sense. The sentences would make sense. So I am sorry. I do say twice throughout this <laughs> thing that, that, you need I need to go, that I needed to go away ways. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool. So well, sorry. Let's about just that. get into it. Then. Well, yeah. I think it's too late for apologies. I mean, stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Stay so. hydrated, even if it means you have to wee eight times in an hour. Exactly. Shall yeah, we? Same. Shall we? Here we go. <laughs> So here we are. Hi, Sophie. Hi. <laughs> Sophie or Soph? Sophie or Soph? I really don't mind. People ask me you this a lot, but uh, I feel I'll like Soph because of your actual, your YouTube username fits yeah. better, right? Yeah, um, yeah. 
Do you want to introduce, like we've already introduced you a little bit, but tell us a bit about your channel as it stands now and what you do day to day. Okay. <laughs> your channel, what your, your videos, videos, your daily activities, <laughs> what your channel consists of. Well, I wake up. No. <laughs> um, what time? What time? <laughs> way too late. Yeah. So I have a channel. It's called Soph Does Life Now. I used to be called Soph Does Nails, which I think you said that maybe we'll talk about a bit later. We'll discuss. With changing names and everything. But yeah, I mostly do beauty videos, reviewing makeup products, testing videos, that kind of thing. Sometimes a little bit of fashion, a little bit of lifestyle very occasionally, but mostly makeup and beauty stuff. Yeah, you're very, um, your reviews on products are very good. I find them really blunt and oh, not thanks. blunt as in rude. Mm. I think people always think mm-hmm. blunt means, but they're very to the point. I was like, do yeah. I like this? No, do I like this? Yes. Is this shit? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> not that you ever yeah. say it's shit, but yeah. <laughs> you I, know mean, what I mean, I might use a different Sometimes. word. <laughs> 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 but there's a few things you do, for example, like there's brands that you've collaborated with mm-hmm. um, who you love some products from and some products you don't. And you're very open about talking yeah. about brands and their good and bad products, even if you are are associated with them so yeah i think that's something that's very rare and i think really appreciated by people mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah your channel reminds me of like the good old days of youtube as well Aww. i wasn't born yet so. yeah you weren't alive <laughs> yet um but like when there was more to it then obviously we all do sponsored jobs but you know when you were reviewing makeup because you enjoyed it do you know what yeah. i mean you like you yeah. genuinely enjoy it and then you've got like a, as you said a little bit of lifestyle Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it just feels more relaxed and more real mm-hmm. I think than a lot That's of beauty it. channels around nowadays it's a real pleasure to watch yeah. <laughs> oh thank you guys this is exactly what I feel about you too as well I feel like when I discovered <laughs> both of your channels I found you both around the same sort of time oh, really? and I was like and I didn't realise at first that you were two different people, which obviously you get that mm, all the everyone. time and it's yeah, probably but really offensive. But um, it's that life, it's fine. <laughs> twins, um, twins, we're twins. Yeah, I remember watching both of your videos and just being like, I love how you just say it how it is and you're not afraid of That's sort of, you know, hear, yeah. saying mm, you don't yeah. like something. And I, I just think that is so refreshing because so many people just be Ew. like look at this beautiful product. I love I it. Love and they clearly it. I don't. It. I tried it for yeah. two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I yeah, opened yeah. it just now. Mm. Open the matching. Wow. I love it. I've always used it. It's a favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Must have. Mm. Um, so today, what, what I've gathered you here for both of you oh. today is for a chat about, <laughs> we are influencers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are actually under the same management. Yes. Um, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> M M M and C Sarchi social. Yeah, that's the yeah, one. That's, that's it. The I, one. I've always just called it Sarchi because of like yeah. Sarchi Gallery and mm. stuff. It's like yeah, that, right? me too, me too. Yeah. So we've I think since joining management, um, obviously we've we've taken on more sponsored jobs and done a few bits out of YouTube that you know management can get you and stuff. It's made me think there's so much more to influencing and being an influencer than um a lot of like how to become an influencer videos show yeah. you mm. you know and i thought we could go for a few popular topics today but be a bit more real mm-hmm. a bit more like just you know tell it how it is i'm real like I'm that. Re- yeah. yeah um <laughs> i just kind of like i think like the hurdles that we've come across doing this and you know from everything from getting started to joining management to yep. creating content collaborating all that kind of stuff and just kind of having a real chat for anyone yeah. who wants to get going in what is a completely different what's the word like climate for influencers nowadays yeah. like a lot of videos you see online about how to become an influencer are quite 
And they're usually just about lighting yeah. setups. It's like how to be an influencer. I use a ring light. Mm. Yeah, that's so <laughs> yeah. true, actually. And then you're yeah. an influencer. Yeah. And, so how long have you been doing YouTube now? Because it's been a long time, right? It's been about six and a half years, I think, yeah. now. Yeah, ages. Which I can't believe it. It's and been you're, that you're long. in your early 20s, right? Yeah, so I'm 24. And I started yeah. when I was 18. Being so. <laughs> oh my God, you started when you were 18. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I did. I know. Do you but think... even then, I felt like that mm. was quite late. Because nowadays no, people right. start when they're like twelve. Yeah, not that they should legally be on on these yeah. apps, you know. It's always yeah, like sixteen above. So. It's like there's a thirteen year old. Can I start by asking quite a? I guess it's like a not an open question. What's the mm-hmm. word? It could have loads of answers. Yeah. Open question is exactly it. Yes. <laughs> is that it? Yes. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, so say say you were on YouTube six years ago, which you were. How do you feel? From when you started, mm-hmm. how do you feel it differs from now? Talking about um, subscribers, the way you interact with subscribers, the way they interact with you, mm-hmm. work, um, having it as a physical job. How yeah. has has the kind of like YouTube, I guess, sphere or world changed for you as an influencer from six years ago until now? Yeah, I think so. I mean, when I first started doing it, I was only really doing it as a hobby. I used to watch Zoella and Tanya Burr. And I was like, oh, that looks like fun. But I had no idea at the time how much these people were making from it. And obviously Mm. I knew that it was... I knew at that point that you could make money from YouTube and that it was a job for these people. I never thought I would be in that position myself. I literally right. just started it because I thought, oh, this looks like fun. I go to Primark. I can do a Primark haul. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, I, I enjoyed mm. doing makeup. I enjoyed doing my nails. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to give it a go. It looks like fun. And I sort of started it not really thinking about where it would go or what would right. happen. And right. then when my channel started to sort of snowball a little bit and grow, I was thinking, oh God, okay, this is a, a real thing now. Yeah. And I'm starting to earn a bit of money from it. And mm. should I keep going with it? And I, yeah, I never really kind of thought about turning it into a career until it sort mm. of happened. It was by sort accident, of, a, by accident, yeah, because right? it was never my my goal to be right. a YouTuber as a career. I was going to be a graphic mm. designer but then... Oh, oh my wow. God, that's what we wanted to do at one point. As yeah, well, well, oh, no way. Things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, it was but, either that yeah. or a makeup artist, yeah. and then, and yeah, I YouTube like just back, happened. Yeah, mm. I feel like back when you started, and it feels like it's only been, what, the last three or four years where beauty influencers have kind of really kicked yeah. off, and it's been like, oh, beauty influencers, you know? Well, that's the thing, I feel like there were a lot of, like, popular beauty YouTubers who have come and gone, even in the time when YouTube wasn't monetizable, mm. monetizable yeah. in the way it is now. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. you look at some of the old bigger YouTubers and think, oh, maybe they weren't earning as much as mm. the bigger YouTubers are mm-hmm. now. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's going to happen with YouTube becoming mm. more and more popular. It's scary. Sorry, <laughs> I just hit a mirror and it felt fluffy for some reason. It scared me. It's plastic. Yeah, as a person. Um, yeah, you know, there's so much more money now in YouTube and Google yeah. as a whole. Um, but yeah. I don't think anyone gets into YouTube. On knowing, purpose. yeah, on purpose, but knowing how much goes with it. Is that yes. nice? Every Again, single I'm time so we sorry. record anything together. I can't mute it. Wait, if you wouldn't hear it on the microphone, you would only hear oh, it in okay, ear. cool. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I didn't hear that. <laughs> I, okay, okay, good. good. I keep getting okay. email notifications all the time. Um, oh, right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think back then it was, now it's widely known that YouTubers make money and they're gifted things and, yep. you know, 
they drive these kind of cars, which we don't, but you know, well, oh, I do. I don't. <laughs> um, oh, you don't drive. You don't drive. I don't drive, but I bought them. <laughs> um, and it's kind of like, um, back then, I feel like the response to, from from audiences to beauty influencers mm-hmm. was maybe a little bit more a friendship level. 100%. And I feel like now, we bring this up quite a bit, I feel like now, people do things like they hate follow you or they, they yes. follow you just to comment things like, oh, you bought a new foundation last week. Yes. Yeah. You know, and, and they, they're on top of what you're doing. And it's, it seems like they've become almost like celebrity, like to a, to a yes. point where people mm. want to um, discourage them a little bit more. Whereas, well, like yeah. you said, back way back with people like Zoella, I was like, oh, she could be my friend. We can make bunting yeah. together. Yeah, we you can know. Be- Okay, yeah, <laughs> we could cut up jeans and make bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it was a little bit like yep. more of like your friend. Whereas now it is a little bit more like oh, you know, a little bit more hard hitting. Yeah, um, I fully yeah. agree with that. I think yeah. when I used to watch Zoella and and you know all of their sort of Brit squad at the time, mm-hmm, um, yeah. I watched them because they were relatable and they yeah. seemed like regular people, and they would just yeah. film videos sitting on the floor in their living room and stuff like that. Right. Whereas now. Um, I think it is very much a completely different, um, Mm -hmm. what's the word, like, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but like you say, people look up to them like celebrities, everything is super professional, and I think when I started my channel, every, Mm. my subscribers were just very friendly, and it was a very sort of friendship dynamic, whereas now, I feel a bit more pressure because people sort of look at me like I'm this... Um, that, well, do yeah, you think like sometimes that, that, like a brand? Yeah. Do you feel like mm. a person or a brand? I think both. Whereas mm. I used to just feel like a person. Whereas now mm-hmm. I feel like I'm definitely a person, but I'm also mm. my own brand. And yes, yeah. I think a lot of people sort of view you as this uh, machine that's just putting out videos, and mm-hmm, you're this yeah. like perfect person to look mm-hmm. up to, which I'm definitely not. And I think a lot right. of my subscribers do know that, but people sort of expect yeah. certain things of you just because you are right. a YouTuber. Yeah, and with a bigger channel like yours, people are joining almost not you know joining but coming across the content probably daily and when they don't know who you are from your previous videos it's a little bit like you can't explain who you are in every single video but you touched on something really I think um important is that how professional looking everything has become yeah Mm. and I think audiences kind of expect a certain I was watching a video of yours yesterday mm-hmm. and you were talking about you were like oh some people have suggested putting a plant in, in this corner it's yeah. like it's such a strange thing to like mm. it's, it's good feedback like feedback <laughs> yeah. is great but I was thinking about it and what you said just then it's like everyone has become a kind of oh your background should do this your lighting should be yes. a bit more like this and even people who don't do YouTube um have a standard that they, they yeah. want their, yeah. you know, who they watch to like achieve and are very clued in on, on what they could do. And I was saying the other day, I, um, my background is my, well, it used to be like my vanity. So I would do my skincare there. Yeah. So obviously it would become a mess on a regular basis. And this mm-hmm. one day, I think it was just a bit more of a mess than usual. And someone literally said, could you please tidy your background? <laughs> like, this is a functioning room. It's a real house. Like I, yeah. I live here. Um, but like you said, it feels like almost, there is a set standard now, going back to what we said, like the old fashioned videos would be like, mm. get a ring light and then you're a YouTuber. Yeah. Yeah. It does feel like now a lot of people feel to start, even start filming, you do need that more professional layout rather yeah. than just sit in front of a window on the floor kind of thing. Yeah. It's, it's weird. But then I went into 
doing that because I was inspired by people like Michelle Phan and like her like beauty oh, yeah. lot versus like I feel like how do I explain this I feel like I expect that from certain types of YouTubers though so like people yes. who just do makeup like Nikki Tutorials yeah Robert Walsh I expect like <laughs> these life. so but no because <laughs> Soph does lifestyle so I feel like mm. the way you film yours I know you have lighting but yeah. there's a more chilled vibe about it mm, and yeah. that kind of like I feel like people are so, they know now what they expect, or it's almost like they know a bit more of the business side of YouTube that they kind of think, oh, you're that kind of YouTuber. This is how the channel should look, you know? Yeah. Oh, I am dribbling. Sorry, I'm like, (laughs) 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 keeping back there. (laughs) Do you remember, Soph, how were you, when you started YouTube, what was your like filming setup like versus like how it is now? Oh, God, it was so awful. So back then, I lived with my parents and it was in my horrendously messy bedroom and I didn't think to tidy my background much well <laughs> I, remember, I, th- I, remember. I thought it was tidy yeah, there's like a pot of Vaseline well. <laughs> <laughs> what's your background you used to sit on your bed and your background was like your your bed yeah. wall wasn't it oh, so yeah. I, d- I did have that for a long time but when yeah. I first started like my first few videos I filmed in front of my desk at my parents house and I had a load of products on the desk there was like a pot of Vaseline there's some random skincare <laughs> products there's like pots of pens and just it's full like my shelves were full of like all this random crap and I look yeah. back now and I'm like I could have moved that pot of Vaseline <laughs> Tidy, yeah, yeah. But I think that's again the standard might have not been up there to a point where you have to like dress a background yeah. my background I just got a new background it's literally all there none of it is like practical in no, any way for me but yeah. it, it, you know that isn't a standard that was maybe expected yeah six years ago or five or even three years ago you know mm. um what did you used to film on was it just your phone or did you i have had a it was a it was a digital camera it wasn't one where you could change the lenses or anything it was actually yeah. a camera that my grandparents had like handed down to me and i was oh. so excited at the time because yeah. it was i think it's called a bridge camera you know where it's like in between a, an slr type of thing oh, and like right. a small digital one um yeah. it had quite a big lens and i felt like i was a true professional with this camera um <laughs> you got your pens so I, behind you yeah i have my vaseline i have my camera <laughs> and then i do remember i asked for the two softbox lights and a tripod for my 18th birthday and i think the softboxes were 40 quid i've still actually i've still yeah. got some of them we now still use, Same. like mm. the, yeah so yeah. there's the cheaper lights because they're just lights mm. yeah <laughs> and i had this sort of you know vision of like yeah i'm gonna make a youtube channel and so i asked for that stuff for my birthday and that's yeah. what i used for probably about six months and then i thought okay this is you know i'm still enjoying it i'm still making videos i think i'm gonna upgrade my camera and then i did get um one of canon's you know cheaper dslrs right about mm. i think it was between six months to a year into my channel mm-hmm. i think do you feel the need now as you were saying how you stepped it up a bit do you constantly feel the need to keep stepping things up because i i sometimes sit in my filming room i'm like you know what i could really do with another light here we or another light. Do you feel so many different so lights? lights like we still buy the, like the 40 quid amazon ones mm. What's the yeah brand? like newer 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 yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. everything my ring lights yeah then. but we keep we went through a phase like last year didn't we where we kept buying James, different new lights, lights. Like, these lights, lights will work we got like strip ones like because yeah we kept looking at our videos and thinking, oh, the lighting could be better or this could be a little bit better. Like, do you yep. still feel 
Yes. Like you have to constantly upgrade. Constantly upgrade yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Um, I well, I recently upgraded some of my equipment because I was I was watching other people's videos and I was like, their audio sounds so much better than mine. Their mm-hmm. lighting is so much better than mine. Their quality is better. My lens for years, I didn't have a lens that could zoom in, and so I finally got a lens that I can now zoom in, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it can film in 4K. And yeah, um, yeah I, I definitely do look at other people's videos and think, oh, okay, what can I do to make mine better? Mm-hmm. And do you think that's a standard you set yourself or do you think that's kind of more from feedback from your audience or do you think Um, it's more like your your need to, to, not saying you have a need to constantly (laughs) (laughs) upgrade, but but do you feel like it it comes from more self, um, what's the word? Self um, review, yes, yeah, you know, rather than people yeah. being like, "Oh, Sophie, it's looking a little bit dark on the left, or looking a bit looking a little bit yeah. dark on yeah, the right." Yeah. You know, I think mostly my audience don't seem to really care that much or notice mm-hmm. that much about mm-hmm. lighting. So it's mostly for me, just from watching other people's videos and thinking, "Oh, I really actually like their video quality, or I like yeah. their lighting." And then I thought, okay, what can I do to make my own videos better? Not a lot of people tend to comment on the lighting or the audio or anything, unless it's like really bad. Really bad <laughs> so yeah, yeah it was mostly for me to be honest. We always get, oh, you're too quiet, you're too quiet. It's I'm like, like are you kidding me? I have oh, to turn really? my computer. D- yeah, it's always like I can't hear you. I was like, well, I'm deaf when yeah. I turn my thing up. If I turn <laughs> the volume yeah. too high, it's, volume it's so loud. Yeah, mm, I yeah. don't get it. And that's like that's another thing though because. I got those comments so much. I, I've gone through like four different microphones because I was like, yeah. what's the problem? It has to be the microphone. Mm. And software that I used to record my voice, I've gone through different options of that as well. So oh, it's like, really? oh, there's constantly something, mm. something, something. Yeah. 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 Um, but cool. again, like you said, I think your first setup is like the basics of what anybody needs, really. Mm. The two soft yeah. boxes, mm-hmm. a camera that records you in decent quality is literally yeah. like yeah. All, all you need, really. Yeah. Yeah. Question. Mm-hmm. When did you first feel comfortable calling yourself a YouTuber or an influencer? Mm. Oh, I think it must have been at the point where I started doing paid jobs because yeah. up until then it was just, you know, I was earning a bit of money from it, but it wasn't enough money to be a full-time job. It was sort of yeah. like a a part-time job kind of wage, I I guess you yeah. could call it. And like kind and, of a yeah. hobby as well almost. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely was a hobby at that point. I wasn't yeah. um, you know, actively looking to make loads of money from it. I was just just thinking like oh that's nice that's cool like I've you know earned a couple of hundred pounds this month or something um but I think it was at the point where I started getting a few paid jobs where I was like oh okay this can actually be a job job. and then I started meeting other people that called themselves you know youtubers Mm. or influencers and and then my friends would start saying, oh yeah, like you know, you're a YouTuber now. And I was like, I guess I am. Guess I <laughs> so yeah. did people did people make fun of you when you first started because it was kind of like a new kind of thing. So they're like, oh, she does, she makes videos. Yeah. 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 She does YouTube. Were people a little bit like, oh, you know, laughing Honestly, about it? I think people probably did behind my back, but I was quite lucky in that because I started my channel when I was 18, and it was probably about six months before I left like Mm. school forever Mm, um i don't really think people had the chance to first of all find my channel because i didn't post it publicly Mm -hmm. i didn't Mm, like put it on my facebook page like hey guys come watch my videos i just kind of kept it all separate and if somebody Mm. found my channel then i'm sure they probably you know i had a bit of a laugh behind my back but honestly nobody really said anything to my face which i'm I'm quite lucky in that aspect because i think a lot of people did get make fun of at the start yeah i think people i mean 
it's kind of weird calling yourself like an influencer now because there's a kind of stigma you, around stigma it. around it. You, yeah. yeah, you think of like, oh, you go on brand trips and you um, go to Dubai people. during <laughs> a pandemic because yeah. it's essential. Because <laughs> yeah. my videos make people happy. Um, <laughs> um, whereas back then it was kind of like filming yourself was a weird concept, and yeah. you know what I mean, like it. It wasn't like, it was like, you do it when you're kids, you know? You, yeah. It's not like a, a grown-up thing to do. Yeah. See, I felt, I didn't call myself a YouTuber influencer until, I didn't feel comfortable doing that until it was the only job I had. Yeah. Because like you said, I had it alongside um, another job and two mm-hmm. two other jobs at, at one time, actually, that, and, you know, YouTube would give me like a couple of hundred like pounds a mm-hmm. month or from a sponsored post back then you know mm-hmm. yeah. be like 50 pounds for a yeah. shout out you know kind of thing yeah. um for some reason i felt so funny about i don't know i felt like there was like you could only call yourself it when it's the only thing you did i don't know why i felt like yeah i know not professional enough, because then it seems like a yeah. hobby it seems like a side I, job i think that's it? i think that's what because yeah. that's what mm-hmm. people saw it as it's like oh that's something you, you put videos on the internet and that's nice you know? yeah even yeah. if i did get paid a little bit here and there i still felt like people were like not really understanding yeah so like james from youtube and then do you know what? i don't want to be like oh i'm a youtuber and <laughs> yeah. then someone sees me working at reception in the salon i used to do you know I mean? <laughs> yeah it, it i get felt what you like mean. there was this idea that i couldn't be more than one thing or like yeah you know, i had to live as this it's mm-hmm. person online only, and if someone but saw me in real thing, life, I'm a real job. If you're doing YouTube alongside a regular job, it's a lot of your time, and it's hard oh, work. Yeah. And I think if you if you're doing yeah. it, so people like like you, so if you used to do it kind of for fun, and it's like that's mm. nice to do. Mm-hmm. But now people know it's a career. I think people really dedicate a lot of time to it. But that's yeah. what I think it was as well. Is that because people know it's a career, and people do realize you can make money from it. I fe- I used to feel like if I had if people saw me in the real world with a, in quotations, real job, people mm-hmm. would think I wasn't a good YouTuber or a mm, good influencer because right. yeah. I had to have another job alongside. Mm. I think that's what it was. So mm. I wasn't yeah. comfortable to be like, oh no, I am a YouTuber. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just can't yeah. afford to just do that just now. Yeah. 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 Mm. I'm kind of lucky when my that? channel, mm. when my channel kind of blew up a little bit, it was within three or four months that I could then quit all my jobs mm. and, and just mm-hmm. do YouTube full time. Yeah. Um, so I never had that in between if that makes sense my in between was two years (laughs) (laughs) do your parents understand what you do oh yes yeah what i was gonna say (laughs) is i think the the most amount of comments i had um about people not really getting it and not making fun but just not understanding it Mm. was definitely my parents friends i would say Uh, my parents they didn't get it at first. And I think they were quite worried that I was putting myself out online. But then, mm. I mean, I, th- I think they felt a bit more comfortable with it because I was 18 and they were kind of like, okay, you can do what you want kind of thing. Yeah. But they didn't really understand it, I think, until I started getting a few sponsored jobs through. And they were like, oh, okay, this is actually mm. a thing. Yeah. Um, and they they have always been very supportive but i think at the beginning they were more just worried that i was you know putting myself out there online and what people were saying yeah yeah Mm -hmm. but um some of their friends when they would say oh yeah so doing this youtube thing now 
they were like, oh, okay, like, that's, that's lovely. Yeah. Honestly, that's what it was like. And even when she would tell them about some, even in recent years, when my mum would tell them something cool that I'd done as like a job, they'd be like, oh, well, that's nice. It's all good experience, isn't it? And it's like, well, actually, it's my job now. But it's yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's a really good career. Yeah. <laughs> it's really tough, though, isn't it, to explain to my... I think people, older people think I yeah. sell makeup. Mm, yes. Like I have this room. They think you're and an you Avon lady. And, yeah, yeah, literally, literally. Yeah. It's like, can, what can I buy? It's like, no. Mm. <laughs> I think like because our mum's always like, oh well, is it still going well? Like I think they have this idea that it's all gonna fail one day and yes. YouTube is just gonna shut down. Mm. Yeah. And trying to talk to, about money mm-hmm. without. Set, like telling them exactly how much you earn for example yes. or like you know mum's still like you should be saving it's like I'm saving mm-hmm. you know I'm a business I actually put, high, put I have aside 100, aside 100 pounds a month, a month you know <laughs> yeah and it's like it's like and I like I'm a business I have staff like this is like a, a thing I think it's, it's kind of difficult to when a generation doesn't understand what exactly is going on online yeah do you know what I mean? Like how, like, how do you explain what YouTube is and that it's not going anywhere? Because I feel like to them yeah. it feels like a newfangled thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. whenever, like, people was like, I get a lot of questions or people asking, like, how do they explain to their parents that YouTube is what they want to do? Mm. Yeah. And I was like, I think you have to have a really real chat with them and be like, you know, it's not for everyone, mm-hmm. but this is how I'm going to work to do it. And this is how analytics work. And this is how SEO works. Mm-hmm. And if you really yeah. show that it's like a whole business do you mm-hmm. know what I mean and like understand yeah. that you know you do have to work hard it's not like an overnight thing yeah um, you need to come out as a YouTuber come out as a YouTuber <laughs> that's what I you mean, do yeah. yeah do you when, when people ask what you do if they don't know you what do you say oh god I hate that question <laughs> hate so, much. so much and it's, it's I don't I don't think it's necessarily because I am embarrassed to be a YouTuber no. it's more just that I don't I hate the questions because everyone's mm-hmm. always like oh like how much money do you earn or like yes. you know they'll Why ask that we were having this conversation with someone uh, i think in american the other day like i don't like in england it's a real taboo to talk about like money with people yeah. right it's kind of considered yeah. rude and we were mm. talking to an american friend about this and they're like oh i don't get it and it's like well, you don't talk about how much you earn amongst yeah. people you know yeah but that's the thing is like whenever people ask what you do and you say what you do but like Oh, yeah. how much do you? And I just immediately feel like they could ask you how much money you make. So, so I just was don't. This, yeah, no, yeah. No. There was this, digital um, marketing. Digital marketing. <laughs> there was a, a mm. guy who delivers a lot of packages and getting PR almost like every day or every other day yeah. is a little bit like they get a bit curious. Mm-hmm. Which is also kind of rude. Like mind your business. Like what if I was getting like I don't know all my relatives medicine every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was kind of like, he was like, oh, so what do you do? And he looked at the house I live in, which I rent by the way. I don't mm-hmm. own this house. He was like, you must be doing well. And it's nothing, it's not a crazy house, is it? Oh, no, it's just like a normal, you're, yeah. it's a nice, it's a house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, yeah. And he was like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, uh, did, mm. like digital advertising or something like that. Mm. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well. And then I swear he was like, oh, do you get a lot of money? No. <laughs> and I was like, I, ma- I make like a good wage. I make mm. like a decent wage. And I was like, oh. God. I was like, that's oh really God. rude. Imagine going up to someone. Imagine you work in like a cafe, right? I know. And they're like, I'll have free um, coffees. And you're like, free? free? Yeah. You <laughs> must make well. some money. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Like, you want free coffees and you're paying for everyone. Oh. Trying to... Yeah, I know it's what weird. you mean. It's, it's I do understand. 
why mm. people are interested because obviously it's a new thing and people read mm. about YouTube now sometimes you know mm. YouTube will be in the newspaper and they'll be like oh there's this new YouTube thing even though it's been mm. around for years but yeah, I yeah. do understand why people are interested because you know nobody really knows how much a YouTuber earns and it's all this yeah. mysterious thing yeah. but but at the same time yeah it is, it is rude to just be like how much you earn so yeah Normally, I would just be anyone, like, I work yeah. in social media. Yeah. <laughs> That's just yeah. What It's I always say. how much do you earn and how many subscribers do you have? Is yeah. Oh, I try to paint the image that I work in an office at a desk. Mm. I'm like, oh, <laughs> social media advertising. Yeah. I deal yeah. with advertising and ad- in spreadsheets, <laughs> advertising, offices. Microsoft, yeah. Anything. Anything. <laughs> Make it as boring Microsoft as possible. Yeah. Just one quick question before we move on to what you're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Does any part of you feel a little bit um not like you said it isn't embarrassment but it's a little bit wary of what you say because you feel like there may be a stigma around influencers and and um expected to act a certain way yes a hundred percent i think especially because of the the rise of the influence like the instagram influencer Mm, i think mm I don't know how to put this without it sounding like rude or whatever, yes, but do it. there's there's <laughs> certain types of influencers on Instagram who promote the wrong things. They'll mm. be promoting like skinny teas and stuff like that and oh, diet gag, products yeah. and mm. um, just random things that they definitely don't care about. And 100%. you can you can kind of tell from a mile off like th- those type of influencers compared to an influencer who actually really loves what they're promoting loves mm-hmm. what they're posting and um, mm-hmm. really thinks about the content that they are promoting to their audiences um but i think a lot of people think that an influencer is you know the the first type of person that i'm talking about yes, so sell, somebody sell, that just sell, promotes sell, sell. like yeah. random shit exactly. jets off to dubai during a pandemic um, yeah. and <laughs> people might think oh you're one of those but it's like that's no 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 like. yeah i'm not like, like that but then it's I also agree. like you don't explain it you don't be like i'm an influencer but not like i don't not do one of those <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah it's so true and i think what you said about promoting things like skinny teas it's like all yeah. this kind of crap it's like you are grasping at anything because who mm-hmm. doesn't sell skinny teas? So and it's like, yeah. no, sorry, I mean, I don't, and we don't. But no. yeah, and you look at the comments, and it's, people are genuinely like, I think you forget how <laughs> influential influencers, influencers are. are. Mm-hmm. People yeah. are like, I'm going to buy that. And it's like, oh mm-hmm. shit! And I get nervous if I really love something and I recommend it, mm-hmm. and someone says they're going to buy it. I'm like, oh my god! I was going back through the comments like, did you like yeah. it? Yeah, I know. It's kind of nerve wracking. So, so to recommend skinny tea to anyone on Instagram who's like maybe an 11 year old, it's like mm-hmm. I need skinny tea. It, like you said, it's the wrong thing, and yeah. it is kind of this um, forceful, like um, I don't know, just like like is the heart's not in what they're trying to, yeah, to yeah. Promote, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll circle back around to this actually because later I want to talk about um, the sponsorship apps that you can get. Yes. I often do things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that when we talk about sponsorships and stuff. Um, but going back to the the origins of every YouTube channel, mm-hmm. you were called Soph Does Nails first yes. of all, right? So yep. what made you, how did you pick your niche at the time? <laughs> and what would you recommend for people who... Obviously, because you changed your name. Yeah. Um, but, like, what made you change? What made you skirt away from mm-hmm. doing... Skirt away from doing? Is that the word? I don't know what that means. Me neither. Yeah, I what made so. you? St- yeah? Uh, mm-hmm. What made you stop doing that? You know, what, what was your journey as far as picking a niche and then being like, actually, you know mm-hmm. what? This isn't working so much. I want to change. Yeah. So, uh, from the beginning, I guess, I used to bite my nails when I was at school. Started painting them because when I had designs on them, it would stop me from biting them because I was mm. like, oh, I put time into that. I'm going to stop biting my nails. Yeah. And then I was posting pictures of my nails on 
my personal Instagram all the time and I was thinking this is probably annoying people from school and my family <laughs> and friends so I made a separate Instagram called myself Soph Does Nails and at the very beginning it was literally just full of only pictures of my nails and that was oh, all really? that I did yeah. and um, then I started posting a few makeup pictures as I got more into makeup obviously like it was just me like playing around with stuff and I would post it on there and then I started doing a mixture of makeup and nails on my Instagram and then I got a couple comments being like oh you should start a YouTube channel to show us how to do nails and so I thought okay I'll give it a go Um, and then when I set up my channel called it the same as my Instagram because I wanted people to find me easier and so that's why my channel was called Soph Does Nails and then when I started posting on there I think my first video was like a it was the TMI tag like get to know me kind of thing and then I posted a Primark haul a nail tutorial a makeup video so it was a bit of a mixture of stuff and then when I actually sat down to film nail videos I was like oh my god it's taking me like four hours to film this one video (laughs) they are so hard to film Mm. because normally like you know if you sit down and put your makeup on you can just plop your camera in front of you but filming a nail video Mm, you have to get the angle so right and then I kept like blocking my what I was doing with my own hand and like I would put my head into shot and it would just (laughs) it was a mess and so I literally filmed maybe three nail videos and then thought oh god I can't do this Mm. (laughs) um but then I kept the name Soph Does Nails because that's what people knew me as on Instagram and it stuck with me for years because then people knew me as Soph Does Nails um so I only changed it when I hit a million subscribers actually I thought okay it's probably about time I changed Soph Does Nails yeah yeah it's kind of because I wasn't doing nails yeah Yeah. but that's the thing is it obviously didn't harm your channel in any way like Mm -hmm. people didn't come to your channel just be like oh no she only does nails I'm not even gonna bother to watch right because you obviously got to a million Mm. so it didn't harm your channel yeah I guess so but I would I would get a few comments saying oh I never clicked on your channel before because I thought you only did nails Uh, but then when I clicked on your videos I see that you do makeup so I've subscribed mm, so I thought mm. okay people are thinking this is a nail channel and I stopped doing nails like four years before that so (laughs) I thought okay I better change it (laughs) so I would say if anyone's starting YouTube be careful about what name you pick because if yeah. your channel does blow up, that's then going to be your brand. And that's, people yeah, still forever, call me yeah. Soph Does Nails. Do they? Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. say that sometimes. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, I, do you feel like, do you ever wish that you, you, <laughs> for example, <laughs> came up with a name that was more like James something or like a fake name? Or do you, do you not mind your real name being out there? Mm, no, I, I think real name, like, is absolutely fine. Mm. Like you said, mm. I think if I had picked, because at the time I was doing mm. men's hair and fashion. Yep. So if I was like men's hair and fashion by James mm. or whatever, mm-hmm. then I'd be in the same situation where like yeah. a couple months later, la- again, a couple months later, I changed what I was doing. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I think just using your name or like a stage name is probably the way yeah. to go because mm. then you can have freedom just doing whatever you want, mm. right? Mm. Yeah, it's not true. that it tied you down in any way. Yeah. But to yeah. be like, you know, I people, do feel like, like I've said... done that. Mm, oh, you do? I do. Um, I kind of wish that I'd I'd come up with a stage name or something because the whole mm. reason behind why I did Soph Does Nails is because I didn't personally want to use my surname just because yeah. I was very paranoid about like people finding me online mm, and stuff. Right. Um, so I used Soph Does Nails, but I kind of wish that I'd used a stage name or something um, mm. because it just would have been easier. I was watching a YouTuber recently and 
she was like, obviously, um, they, they, she was talking about an experience she had and she was at a doctor's or a vet's. And like, I heard my real name over the tunnel. I was like, what do you, I was like, in my mind, your real name. Real name. I was yeah. like, is that not your name? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it really confused me, but I, I don't know who, what her name is. Nikki so. Tutorials. Nikki. <laughs> her last name is a Turns tutorial. Out that's not her last name. Um, but yeah, I, I don't feel like that's safe though. I feel like anyone can probably find, like someone can be like, yeah, I went to school with Sophus as her full name. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, <laughs> like true. anywhere, if they if they wanted to. But then yeah. we've got very average names. I think if mm. it had like a really interesting, like Welsh is mm-hmm. one of the most popular. Like not because it's great and fantastic, you know, but it's <laughs> everyone. Everyone has called mm-hmm. it in like or the Walsh, UK or, or Welsh or Welsh. You know, so yeah. many variations. Like I've never felt a risk for my security. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And no, apart true. from the time you put your dress <laughs> on the internet and we're literally neighbours. <laughs> Like, if you know where Robert lives, you know where I live. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, I'm a couple doors down. Don't tell people that. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and this is the colour of my car. Mm. And this is my... <laughs> I go to bed at this time. Yeah. <laughs> Windows open. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. That goes back again, I think, to, like, feeling like a brand. Mm. Like, yeah. you know, what, what are you, like, branding yourself as? Mm. Which I just mm-hmm. think people don't need to do anymore. Because I remember when I first started and I, I joined, like, a, this a fake management, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like, what's your niche? What's your brand? Who are you as a brand? And how do you change that into basically saying like you need to pick a brand and then go along with it, like and not yeah. necessarily be yourself kind of thing. Um, so that, but that's another reason why because they were like recommending things like that, like <laughs> right. Okay, so back backstory. There's um, a whole side of YouTube that's like men's fashion, and they're like mm-hmm. men. One's called Alpha M. One's called. Um, Teaching men's fashion. Didn't mean they were very like, legs. Yeah, like leather <laughs> mouth, leather watch, watch, <laughs> all that kind of shit, right? And they were like in contact with me, the people who used to represent these people at the time. Mm-hmm. That you know, you need to think. You know, what what's your name going to be? That's really going to attract the the audience that you want. <laughs> you know, maybe it's like mas- master of style. I remember it was like recommendations. Like, no, 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 no. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. <laughs> I was like, I'm not actually interested anymore in joining. Um, <laughs> But that's the thing, again, it goes back to just tying yourself down with something that you yeah. might not necessarily be interested in with a year's time. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing as well, you've got to remember, it's like your real life as well. It, like can, it does change. become part of your real life. Because mm. imagine if you called yourself fucking Master, Master of Style. style. Yeah. And that was your name. And then yeah. you're and there, there talking like... about top 10 sunscreen. <laughs> yeah, like... top 20 lip balms <laughs> yeah. I used yeah. last year. <laughs> Which is the kind of content you make. I make, yeah, next video. <laughs> but it's like Master Style. And it's like, this is about lip balm. Yeah. It's yeah, not you a stylish like... lip balm. Yeah. 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 All the clothes they wear. Dress, dressing up my lip balm. <laughs> dressing like my lip balm. Um, don't steal that idea, Steph. Um... <laughs> I'll try. I'll give you credit. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Credit, 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 please. I think, yeah, I think it's fine to use your name, but then it must feel a little bit weird when your real name becomes a, a brand. Mm. Yeah. Because it's like, but I'm just me. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, when do you separate yourself from... Because this is the thing, like, we live... You don't, you don't live in London, right? You live away no, from, like... I live just outside of London, yeah. Yeah. So this is, like, my online life feels like it doesn't actually exist. Because mm. mm-hmm. we're yes. so away from all the action mm. and stuff yes. that it feels like that's a complete, not a completely different person because we are who You're we not are around... I guess um, well you're not around it I was watching yeah. Selling Sunset again recently for like <gasps> the fifth time love it it's so good absolute and classic and I, I just watching that program thinking if you live somewhere like LA like a lot of YouTubers mm, do mm, you are mm. constantly around these people all the time yes. these people mm. and if you live in one of these content creation houses <laughs> oh yeah oh god oh they're awful we, just find, uh, we find they're really funny and <laughs> 
<laughs> you're around it all the time. Like your life is that person that you are on the internet. And that's not yeah. to say yeah. we're complete different people, but I don't sit at dinner being like reviewing my chicken, you know, like <laughs> yeah, I, this obviously... chicken is a bit dry. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend it for people. With... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't let me tell you. Um, <laughs> it, it's just like, I feel like I have a really nice separation Mm. from everything going mm. on mm. I, yeah. I do think that's one thing like that's important like you, if you are aiming to do youtube professionally you got to re- you got to know mm. hopefully that one day you will reach levels like a million or five hundred thousand, etc yeah and having that separation is so important mm. so mm. i think yeah. like revolving your whole life around it like a lot of people do like non-stop working not having a break yeah. or don't like I think having dogs is probably one of the best things mm. like take you away from everything because yes. first of all the exercise that you need to give them but also just being able yeah. to literally put down your phone and go and see them you know yeah for example definitely. I think like having that separation is yeah. so important and I mm. think I, I, I think it's more a case of younger people like mm. if you're starting out YouTube for the first time you mm. might not like you said have you know your own house with your dog living with your yeah. partner mm. and they might be their evenings might be like oh what other YouTubers am I going to meet up with today mm. and then it yeah. becomes a little bit clicky and then it becomes a little bit more school like and it's like what's it called when it's like a miniature world microcosm um Oh, I don't know. Something like that. It's like you live in your own bubble mm. and it, everything, yes. only anything about that bubble matters to your life. Mm. And it's a little bit like you need to kind of have that separation, that breakaway for it. Like work, if you were at work all the time, 24-7, you slept and yeah. ate there, that becomes your whole life. And well, it's another thing as well. Like, yeah, you're constantly around it. And if mm. all your friends are just YouTuber friends, like what the fuck else? Like if we haven't met up in real life, hopefully when the pandemic's mm. over, I doubt we're going to sit there and just talk about YouTube the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you've got to be able to like... Be a normal person. Be a normal person. Yeah, definitely. But I then think also I, I... realize you're a business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. I don't it's think tough. I could cope being in like one of those content houses or even living amongst other. Yeah. You know, if no. I was to live in London, I'm sure there would be mm-hmm. a lot more people. Excuse me, that I would meet up with. Yes. Um, and it would just be a bit too much. I really, yeah. I think what keeps me sane is keeping everything quite separate. Mm-hmm. So I have my personal life. I have, obviously I've made friends for YouTube and I do have friends who also do YouTube, but I've also got my home friends and mm, yeah. I have um, people that I see and I see my family who obviously I'm not talking about YouTube with them the whole time. Mm, exactly, and yeah. I think I need to have that separation. Otherwise I yeah. would just go insane. insane. Yeah, that's the thing. It's nice to have YouTube friends who actually understand what you're doing because I think when I yeah. first started people didn't like when they said are you coming out this weekend I'd be like no I'm recording a video and mm-hmm. that sounds like a, a complete cop out it sounds like, like yes. excuse, yeah it's yeah. like but you don't understand like making a video is a whole weekend for me like it's yeah. going to take some time so it is nice to have YouTuber friends or influencer friends who know what that means mm-hmm. and you know what you're doing what it entails and but then it's also nice to have those friends like two of my best friends who um one of them works with us now so she obviously understand everything that's going oh, on cool. but those friends who rip the piss out of you for doing what you do <laughs> yeah, like my yeah, friends yeah. are always like he's like oh no I don't watch your videos he's like just you know it's nice to have those friends that keep you grounded but isn't that what like, your friends yeah. are like like they'll watch the occasional mm. but mm. then they don't really know what else is going on mm. yeah, <laughs> what yeah, you're yeah. Doing, yeah. Like that. it's nice to have that and not be surrounded by it all the time so don't move to LA it's yes. all London. No, all London. Move to where you want. We're not gatekeeping. We're not gatekeeping. I really need a week. I'll okay, you go for a wee. Um, <laughs> I'll join and pretend I know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Just come in and say yeah. yeah. Um, oh, speaking of that, then you obviously mm. start. You said when you were eighteen, and we were talking mm. about how it was a completely different place, like back then. Obviously, now people around that age kind of they have TikTok. They yep. have you know all this other stuff. Do you think at the age of eighteen? How old are you now? Sorry, twenty four. 
24. So do you mm-hmm. think at the age of 18, you would have been able to handle your daily work life now or your weekly schedule now? Like, do you think that would have been something that you could have grasped and worked well with? Oh God, what as if I was to do exactly what I'm doing now, but just when but I was at 18? The age of 18. And so you blew up. So you had like the same amount of followers you do no. now. No, no. Well, this is, this is part of the reason why I actually ended up dropping out of university because oh, really? I went to uni for a year and <gasps> that was when my channel started sort of taking off. Mm. And it got to the point where I was, I was staying up till like 4am most days oh, and I had multiple sort of times throughout that year where I just had a bit of a breakdown. Like I can't do both because mm. how am I supposed to keep up with making at the time I was doing like strictly doing three videos every single week. Um, sometimes more, sometimes I would do four or five. I don't know why oh I did that God. to myself. Wow. But, um, yeah. Honestly, yeah. And then in any of my spare time, I was trying to get my uni work done. And then if there were any big projects that were coming up, I was up until 4am trying to finish my uni work. Mm. And then I would go in the next day and hand it in. And then I would go home and film a YouTube video. And it was just like a constant cycle of just doing something Mm. and like you said my friends would be like oh do you want to do something I'd be like I can't I've either got to finish uni work or I've got to film this YouTube video and I just couldn't do both um Mm. and so no I think if I was 18 and I was at school still and trying to do my A-levels and it all blew up like this I don't think I would have been able to keep it up I would have had to quit YouTube um Mm. hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. Or at least, you know, just post once a week or once every two weeks or something. Mm. Um, but then because, would you yeah. have got to the position that you are no, now with YouTube? I That's wouldn't have thing. done. Mm. This is the thing. So I think if I had stayed at uni, which um, obviously all my uni tutors were like, oh, you don't want to, you don't want to quit. Um, because first of all, it looks bad on them if, yeah. because so yeah. many people dropped out and they didn't even do YouTube. It was just not the best course that I was on. Mm. But um, yeah, they all encouraged me to stay on and they were saying, oh, but if you get your degree as a graphic designer in a few years time, you know, you could be on a decent wage and all of this. And it's like, yeah, but I could also do that now, now if I leave doing. uni yeah. mm. and just take that risk and see where it goes. And obviously mm. that's what I did decide to do. And I was lucky that it did pay off and it worked out. Um, yeah. I wouldn't encourage everyone to start a YouTube channel and be like, okay, I'm going to drop out. This is what I think a lot of people don't mm. realise is, yes, being a YouTuber can eventually pay mm-hmm. well and give you a really yeah. good career 
But I don't think I know anyone who is who is not living with their parents or wasn't living with their parents mm-hmm. or had somewhere where they didn't have to pay rent and you yeah. know, pay bills mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. who didn't work a full-time job alongside yeah. building up their career as a YouTuber. And mm-hmm. I think people don't see that gradual success. They, they all think it's overnight kind of success. Yes. And yeah. here's the thing. I, I think I've mentioned this before in a podcast. I very much... Um, think the success of how far I've gone on my YouTube channel so far mm-hmm. was down to luck and recording the mm-hmm. right video at, at the, the same right time. time. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people like, the algorithm, the algorithm, do this, change the lighting. Oh my God, I thought mm-hmm. I need to Should I move that for you? No, 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 I'm not telling you. It's yet. just foam. No, it's I can mix it. I can mix it. <laughs> I can mix it. Um, <laughs> um, whereas I'm like, well, if I didn't make that video at that right time and post it on that day about this subject, mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. do anything. Do you think yeah. a lot of it is down to luck? Um, and how much of it is down to hard work in terms of being successful in a, on YouTube, in a realistic, in a realistic way. world? Yeah, world. I, <laughs> I do definitely think it is a huge combination of both because mm. I did work extremely hard at the start of my YouTube channel mm-hmm. to, you know, push out as many videos as I yeah. could. But if I hadn't made you know, a couple of trending videos that blew up at the time. Yeah. I saw mm. people doing, um, what was my video that blew up? I think it was testing Poundland makeup or testing Primark no, makeup really? or something. Yeah. Yeah. And a couple of other people had done those videos and they'd done really well. So I thought, okay, I'm going to hop on that trend and I'm going to do right. that. And then those videos did really well and loads of people found my channel from that. And yeah. so if I hadn't made those videos, if people hadn't found them from that specific trend, I don't think I would have grown as much. And I do right. think... There definitely is a big part of it that's down to luck. But yeah. also, if I wasn't as hardworking and wasn't pushing out all of those videos, people would have mm. maybe clicked on my channel and thought, oh, well, she barely uploads. I'm not going to subscribe. Very true. So I think yeah. it's a combination of both. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the time I do say, oh, I just got lucky. And my family mm. kind of like, so give yourself some credit. You some did credit. actually yeah. work hard, yeah. Yeah. which I do it's, know, yeah. but I think uh, it's quite lucky. I, it kind honest. of felt, yeah, I mm. thought with me, I was really lucky. But I, then I also felt like you said, I was making content before. And it mm. was, was like, I'm making this content. So when I get to that point where video does really well, yeah. I also have all this content, mm. you know? Um, yeah. But I do think, what if I never made that video? Yeah. I had to force you. Let's be honest. Do you remember? <laughs> go on, go on. No, you carry on. Do you remember the first time I recorded a YouTube video? And I was, it was in, when we lived in, uh, it was in London. Mm. And our rooms were next to each other. And all you could hear was me <laughs> shouting at a camera. Robert trying used to, to shout at <laughs> Trying to record an introduction. But I felt, you know, when you feel really uncomfortable mm. in, a, in a room by yourself talking. Mm. So it's like, hi! Mm. <laughs> But then, literally, last last year, was it last year? I had to oh, force before, him to do this properly, seriously. Mm-hmm. I was like, look... Oh, I, it was last year, It sorry. was last yeah, year, yeah. yeah. I was really honest. I was like, this is what I'm making. This mm-hmm. is, like, how it works and how um, you're already doing it. But ha- here's how you could go a step further and, I was like, and no. do this. Whole thing. I was like, no, no, I don't get it. I don't get it. I had to force <laughs> him to do it. But that's the thing. When you say it's not just luck, he was on the right track to... Yeah. Being able to do this as a full-time job because mm-hmm. of the content you were making and because of the views you were getting. But you and just, then you got those videos. Yeah. You just told me you were in social media marketing. So <laughs> I didn't understand. <laughs> I wouldn't tell where I lived. Um, <laughs> but that's the thing. So you you had all that content behind you and that, that quality content that was getting mm-hmm. good views. But then it was like, this is trending, this is trending, do this, mm-hmm. do that. And then luckily, none of my suggestions were the ones that trended. But, you know, you <laughs> caught onto those trends. So it was a bit of luck at yeah. the time, but also 
understanding yeah. the algorithm, I guess, as well, mm-hmm. without being too obsessed about the algorithm. Yeah, like this number's yeah. here on this day, mm. and at two o'clock in the morning, people are watching this much. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it can get intense, can't it, really? Um, speaking, going slightly off topic, but still on mm-hmm. topic, when you create content, we spoke about this before we started recording, do yeah. you organise what you're doing? So I have a whole month planned, and it never... <laughs> Stays like that. What? Yeah, so oh I plan each week for a month and then it just changes every single week. Yeah, see, this is the thing. I will sit there and I will write a list. I will go through YouTube and think, okay, what's, you know, what's doing well at the moment? What can I also do? And um, what things do I want to do? What new makeup has launched? And I will sit there and write a list. And then do I ever stick to that list? No. <laughs> Basically, I don't really have a schedule because as much mm. as I try to have a schedule, I just can't seem to stay on top of it something will come up or something will go wrong and then i will be Mm -hmm. slightly off and i'm just like oh i give up i'm just gonna do what i want when i want kind of thing yeah Um, i do try and um well i used to be very strict with myself and i would always upload on a monday wednesday friday no matter what i was doing Mm. um and i would prioritize my youtube over anything so if i was supposed to be seeing somebody it'd be like sorry i can't come anymore i've got to get this video up yeah whereas now um this year and I, i guess since the pandemic i've sort of let myself go a bit but in the sense Allow yourself of some real lie yeah allowing myself to mm. you know not just have youtube as my main priority in life mm. and actually like live a bit live a little bit as well mm. um mm. but yeah i do try and you know stick to those days do i ever yeah. do that no, i like, think that's consistently the thing no, like, but... yeah that's the thing though with youtube because it's like like the trending whatever can change week this by week is, yeah. so like you may have your yeah. structure especially with makeup as well it's like one product I fi- all my videos are filmed a week in advance so if a video goes That's out good. on a Wednesday mm. I filmed it the Monday not the Monday before that, the week before that. Yeah. So I can film um, a, a video about a foundation that's trending that week, and by mm-hmm. the time it goes out, it's like, well, that's old gone. News. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that, yeah. yeah. So I, sit, mm-hmm. I usually film all my videos on a Monday, and I sit down and I look at my list. I'm like, I'm not mm-hmm. doing any of those. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I just kind of, you know, mm-hmm. have to make it up on the spot. But it is. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's nice to have an idea of, oh yeah, well, I'll have a schedule, but in real, in reality, it never happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah, especially when you have no boss who's be, to be yes. like, you need to, you need to do this. Yeah, get this video. Yeah, now. yeah, it's kind of a little bit more like, um, oh, I can do what I want. I'm only, yeah. I'm only letting myself down. You're only letting yourself <laughs> yeah. down. It's true. This is we're the thing: if we don't upload, it's on us. Exactly. <laughs> Whereas... Exactly. We're kind of in charge of our own. We can't I really guess. get fired. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's a point as well. It's like. I, like, were you freelance? Did you ever? No, because you were so young. No. Like, that's I mean, the thing, like, it's completely The only job that life. I had before was working as a waitress, but I mm. didn't, it was sort of for, like, events and stuff, so I could pick mm. and choose oh, cool. okay. what events I would do. And I, yeah. don't, I didn't do very many because I absolutely hated it and the oh, managers God, yeah. were awful. And I ended yeah. up leaving. But, um, yeah, I never, you know, when I left school, I did an art foundation, then I did a year of my degree, and then I left and I did YouTube. So mm. I never you know had a regular job so it's kind of your first full-time job yeah it is it's my first full-time job i know which is is crazy to think about Um, we were saying the other day we're talking about a certain youtuber and how it might have been their first time job when they were young as well Mm. and it's strange it's funny to see the differences between how people behave when your first your first full-time job 
being mm-hmm. a job where people are very complimentary to you and very nice about you and sometimes the opposite yeah. but more so you know you have um fans I'm doing quote marks and things like yeah. that can can really get to some people and make them think they're something they're not mm. yeah. and I think it's it's good to see that not everybody who does this at 18 years old and gets mm-hmm. fed like almost their ego gets a little bit yeah. fed isn't going yeah. crazy like you know we don't see pictures of you <laughs> lay, laying back on your car yeah. and like you know not wearing a mask not wearing a mask <laughs> spitting on someone yeah holding a really expensive oh, bag yeah yeah so it's good to see that kind of difference between not everyone is going to turn out to be a complete asshole really. mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know? oh well that's that's great i'm glad you don't think i'm an asshole <laughs> Soph is classically not an asshole um what well, i was talking about that yeah <laughs> You heard it here. Um, talking about like pictures of yourself, all that kind of stuff. We spoke about it briefly. Yeah. Did, we, did we do it before we filmed, or did we do it? We spoke a bit about personal life, yeah, and how much we share online. I personally, and I think James as well, we never talk about or show our parents or partners or anything like yep. that because they don't want to be involved so and yep. we're talking about house tours as well like we we get asked to do house tours you've moved I want to say recently but mm-hmm. it's not it feels like not it's recently it's been a year now has it been a year it's Shit. been a year can you actually oh my god it? I remember videos of you building furniture yeah <laughs> like yeah like, yeah it's so strange god that's gone quick and it's kind of like, so you, you did show little personal bits of like this is what mm-hmm. I'm doing to the rooms this is how I've dressed yes. this room as well how much do you think is going, not too far, but what is like your limit when it comes to sharing per- more personal information? Yeah. So I am one of the most paranoid people I know about mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And a lot of my friends who do YouTube, they have posted house tours and they're so yeah. chill about it. And you know, yeah. everyone can do what they want to do. If they want to yeah. post a house tour, then oh, fine. that's fine. Mm-hmm. But for me... Um, I have always um, been very paranoid about not showing outside any of my windows. Yeah. Um, not showing the full house tour because I was yeah. thinking, you know, if I've just moved in here, somebody might be able to find the house online. Your house, mm. yeah. And yeah, see the layout and be like, oh yeah, that's yeah. that's Soph's house. All um, your makeup will be gone. All your yeah. inserts gone. So, <laughs> and I I do worry about that. And even if I'm, because I do have a vlog channel, but I rarely mm. vlog when I'm out and about because I don't even want yeah. people to see. You know, if I'm driving. Driving somewhere in the car, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. want them to see like a sign in the background that yes. has this on it, yeah. um, or you know, just little things like that. Which most people would think, oh, nobody would do that. That's ridiculous. But it has happened, it happened. to people that I know, yeah. and I'm not gonna like oh name God. anyone. But yeah. there's, you know, some of my YouTube friends posted a house tour, showed sort of like outside their windows and their their back garden and stuff and then a couple of days later people show up at the house because Stop. they're like oh i lived in the area and i recognized that that was your house um and then then what do you do in that situation what do you do? You know? like you um, oh my god that's awful so that and that kind of stuff does scare me because mm. i yeah well it is scary i don't want strangers mm, turning yeah. up in my house no like at like, all i'm i think i'm super paranoid as well about just everything in general i mm-hmm. i could um my partner could take our dogs for a walk and i'd be like well none of them are coming back yeah that's them gone now and i'm out the window yeah. like what there have been times like where we live now that i've been recognized as either one of us mm. and mm-hmm. there are times where i intend to be like oh no actually i get that a lot do you know what i mean just because they can see me walking to my house yeah. or like they know the road that i'm living mm. down and, yeah. and it's fine not that everyone's uh, you know a stalker or anything but it yeah, still gives you that sense like of like that. yeah it's just that sense of it co- like coming into the real world and you're like oh yeah shit mm-hmm. actually 
people might yeah. know who I am. And you're potentially yeah. open to millions of people. Like, you know, you have a million subscribers, a million people know mm-hmm. who you are mm. at some yeah. point. That's a lot of people. I had a break... Yeah. Like, like, Especially in the I, UK yeah, as well. I don't want to say it like lightly, but I had a bit of a breakdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a breakdown, but I had a bit of like just a panic moment where I was just sat there mm-hmm. for a couple of minutes thinking, you know, obviously a million people don't watch every single video I post, but... A million yeah. people know who I am, and that feeling's actually yeah. terrifying. I had that at fifty thousand. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I got mm. to fifty thousand, and because uh, like maybe two two months before, I was on eight thousand, and then mm. it went up to fifty. I was like, shit, shit, yeah, <laughs> shit. yeah. I don't, I don't want this to happen. I don't want it to happen. You know, it get it, it, it kind it of. How, did you ever experience that point, especially being younger as well? Yeah, yeah. where it was like, shit, this is this is it. Mm. <laughs> this yeah. is gonna happen. Yeah, because my friends, you know, I'd hit a certain milestone, and then my friends would message me and be like oh this is the amount of people that can fit in Wembley Arena or this is more than the population of this place and I was just like oh my god (laughs) I can't imagine YouTube it's like you get that I know it tells you it tells you how many people it is it's like hang on a minute this is how many people can stand outside your house (laughs) yeah (laughs) maybe you can fit in your garden and look at you (laughs) do you ever this might be a bit of a personal question but have you ever felt like there's been any friendships that have been made or any like family members who kind of try to get in on what you're doing and benefit from what you're doing yeah I mean I don't think necessarily I don't know not not with people that I still like have in my life yeah and not people that I was ever you knew um, before really like good friends with Mm, but there mm. definitely have been people that have popped up that I would go to school with and they would message me like oh, hey, like, you're doing so well now. Uh, will you help me with this job interview? I'm going to interview at Superdrug, and I was wondering if you could, like, send me some... Like a character. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? Basically, this girl that I didn't even really know. I wasn't friends yeah. with her at school. Never spoke to her. She was actually not very nice to one of my friends. And then she messaged me on Facebook, like, oh, I'm going for a job at Superdrug. Could you send me some of your, like, photos of your makeup with revolution or something and i was thinking how is this what? helping with your interview yeah, super drug? Yeah. i think she wanted to just be like oh i know her kind of thing and she um, was super drug maker yeah <laughs> so it was weird. it was very strange and then i was thinking about like oh what do i reply because i don't want to seem rude mm. um and i don't really know what to say and so i read it and i was kind of thinking like should i reply and then i didn't reply for a day and then the next day she sent me a message saying rude lol because oh, fine, I hadn't fine. replied. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely not going to help you out. But yeah, there, there has crazy. been a few people that at the start, you know, people that I would do collabs with on mm, YouTube, mm, but mm. not like actually in person, you know, right. where you just sort of mm-hmm. like shout out their channel. Yes, um, yeah, yeah. And there was a couple of people that I met up with and all they wanted to talk about was like, oh, so like what free stuff have you been sent? And oh, oh we're going God. to this event. Is there going to be a goodie bag and stuff? And that was all they wanted to speak about. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so you don't actually want to get to know me. It's more yeah, just about... about the event. Yeah. yeah. And so then I just didn't speak to those people again. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it's tough, yeah, it's isn't it? Weird. Because I, I feel like as influencers and YouTubers, you know that collabor- the right collaborations can help your channel. Mm. Mm. So you know that's at the back of your mind, but then it's also like, oh, like, do they actually... Yeah. Can- like, are they, are, uh, do they want to be friends? Like, is this like yeah. the last time we're going to speak once mm. we collab? Mm. Or mm. I think like... I've luckily never done a collab like that before. I think that goes with yeah. what we've mentioned as well on, on a podcast before is when, when you subscribe to someone or you um, interact with someone, it's kind of like voting for for 
some you know with your voice and with your with your choices if you yeah. if you're an influencer and you choose to collaborate with somebody mm. then actually because you appreciate their content and you want people to know i think this person is a good person i think their content's amazing that's and it shouldn't just be like yeah one time okay and then you're gone oh you have enough subscribers Uh yeah Mm. so it's kind of like it's not it shouldn't just be about subscriber numbers it should be about uh, um what's the word representing the people that you associate with i think Mm. represent you as a person as well not all the time not like it's not like surround yourself with the right people more like you know (laughs) it's like you appreciate each other's content and you want people to know that that's what i'm trying to say you want people to know that you you know Mm. respect each other and that that's the kind of content Mm. you like as well that that you would have on your Mm. channel Mm. that you would like yeah yeah Right, going way off topic to what we were just talking way about. Way that way. Because we had a secret break. Um, <laughs> let's talk about gifting, PR, and sponsorships. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's so much... Um, what's the word? Stigma. Stigma around influencers accept, um, accepting sponsorships. And I understand yeah. why. But mm-hmm. you as an influencer, when mm-hmm. do you... Have you ever felt like bad taking sponsorships because of the way people see sponsorships yes and how do you like how do you overcome that yeah (laughs) i definitely do (laughs) i think sometimes when it's worked out where i've taken on a few sponsorships and then they're all suddenly like oh can you upload them this one week and i'm like one week i don't want to upload them all in one week because that Mm. makes me look bad but it shouldn't make me look bad this is the thing obviously this is a job and I only work with brands that I genuinely would use their products, promote their products, not just random things, but then part of me still feels guilty for doing an ad, Mm. which doesn't make any sense because, you know, I should be proud to be doing that ad and I am. But then also I think sometimes people, I think people have this idea that if you are doing a sponsorship, you don't like the product and you're just doing it for money. Yeah, Yeah. just for money. Yeah. Yeah, because people do sometimes comment like, oh, another ad. And it's like, well... Yeah, why would I not do an ad? If you I think like if the you brand, like, yeah, and they're paying you, it's like, yeah, of why course, wouldn't like, you? I love your brand. Of course, yeah. you would do yeah. it. And I think anyone in the real world, if they, if the roles were reversed, and a brand came to them that they love, and they yeah. were like, hey, do you want to promote us? We'll give you some money if you just talk about mm. us. Of yeah, course, they of would course. be like, yes, yeah, um, especially if it's something you've already used, and obviously yeah, we're under yeah. the same management, so I'm guessing it's the same kind of deal. But mm-hmm. my manager will always be like like James would love to try your products mm. you know yeah. and they're amazing yeah. and that's one thing, perk I would say of having a manager is that you get to make those demands to the brands that yes. like I want to try your products first and if you don't like yeah. it your manager yeah. can tell them you don't have to go for the awkward stage of saying yeah, I, don't, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I don't want to work mm. with you mm. and you know it, even if you've never tried the product before you've never heard of the brand if you try the products and you actually genuinely really like it and it's they're doing yeah. great things for you then why wouldn't you yeah exactly. and it's different because like makeup you can apply and be like oh yeah i like that i'll take the job of course yeah. yeah 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 i feel like with i had this comment one once i can't remember what we we're talking about but it's like oh do i feel they weren't like being rude but i was talking about someone's palette or something and like oh it feels like a cash grab mm. and i was like well well yes i mean they're trying to get cash <laughs> but mm. also yeah. if i said like imagine if like a brand that you've loved forever comes to you, like mm-hmm. you said, Soph, and is like, do you want to do this? And we're going to pay you and you get to make your own creation with this brand that you've yeah. idolised and loved. Like, of course you want to be part of that brand and you mm. want to be part of that that product that you, like, adore. Like, why why would you not? Why would you not? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But I get mm. what you're saying. Like, when you feel guilty, I 
I always compare it to, you know, when you um, go to a shop and, you know, mm-hmm. it's that one time you haven't shoplifted and you walk out <laughs> <laughs> or like, like you're walking out and you feel like there's a security guard at the door and you know you haven't done anything. But you're like, yeah. oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, yeah. And you start, you walk like this. It makes you feel like you've done <laughs> yeah. something. Like when you go yeah. from passport p- control yeah. at the airport oh, yeah. and like, they're going to arrest me. Yeah, they're going to arrest me for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's that guilt of like, I haven't done anything wrong, yeah. but I feel like I'm already being judged by the people that are watching me. Yeah. Yeah. do it you know and that's mm. again this whole like being a brand versus a person like during covid towards um when covid first started i don't know what it's like for mm-hmm. you but adsense and sponsorship mm. well we joined the management at the beginning of covid basically so oh wow we we had no jobs for a couple of months yeah, as, yeah like, i think a lot of people didn't have an adsense went mm. right down because people weren't advertising and yeah and so when everything started picking back up. I think I had like a month's worth of jobs yeah. and contracts to fulfill. So Same. I had to explain to people, they were like, oh, another advert. And I was like, listen, you just bear in mind, first of all, that I am a real person who mm-hmm. has contracts. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. being like, oh yeah, I'll take that one, I'll take that one. Like, mm-hmm. COVID mm-hmm. happened for everyone and this is how mm-hmm. it affected my job and this is why I've got five sponsorships in a row because but a yeah. lot of influencers were apologizing they were like i'm really sorry but i need to i these are yeah and but it's again the companies they want it done at, at this time and you mm. with, with your contract had to agree to that you know and actually yeah. a lot of companies were very um what's the word like open to changing it to the next week as well which was nice but if yeah. there, there is a sense of guilt but there's always going to be that one comment this advert's very long. This advert seems yeah. out of place. I've never heard you talk about this before. And it's like, well, yeah, I haven't. But I use it and now I'm advertising. And I'm <laughs> recommending yeah. it. Yeah. Even if you have, like, there's a brand that I absolutely love called Cosrx, right? I've used them mm-hmm. the whole time my channel's been alive, right? I Is absolutely love them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can get 10% off. But then I did a paid job with them and people were like, oh, a sponsorship, how do I know? It's like, well, if you watch my channel and if you know me, first mm, of all, you know mm, this is my stance on mm. sponsorships. But also yeah. they make an appearance in every week, in every video. And then I've got another like a sponsorship with them coming up this weekend. Mm. Well, which would be past now. Yeah. Um, mm. But I know I'm going to get comments like, oh, another Cosrx. But it's because I fucking love like I use them all the time. Mm, yeah. And you just wish it's annoying that we have to keep being like, but I also understand why. Because like we were saying before... The, mm-hmm. those influencers that we're embarrassed almost to be like oh yeah we're an influencer because pretending mm-hmm. we don't have an pretending, Amazon affiliate link yeah yeah taking yes. jobs left right and centre yeah. that make no sense mm. whatsoever yeah. to them as a person mm. to them as a brand or mm. you know it's like I had a comment the other day and it was I was talking about the new um the new brow gel from from, from Sample Beauty. 10% up. No, I don't have any code with them. Um, and I really like it. And when I found, find a brow gel that I really like, actually any product, I've been a makeup artist since I was 18. And yeah. my whole life has been talking about beauty and makeup. Now, mm. like, is this um, a sponsor's ad? Because I said how much I like the brow gel in a picture. Mm. And like, is this sponsored? Because um, I don't know anyone who would be so happy about a brow gel. What? <laughs> And I'm like, well, first of all, listen, first of all, I, I'm with management who would make sure by UK law that I say yes. it's an advert. But also as well, what else am I going to talk about? Imagine if yeah, being you're a, a beauty artist. influencer and a makeup mm. artist, if I put a, a picture off like, I don't know, muffins, I'm like, made these muffins today. It's like, I don't fucking, like, this is a muffin to yeah. yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Overnight oats muffins. And it, it's not like, uh, you know, what I, it's not expected. So what else am I going to talk yeah. about? If I find a product I really like, mm. as you would in a video, 
Yeah. You, I mean, that doesn't make, the more I talk about it now, the more it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that's like, yeah, that's like so why? True. And you're following me. What are you expecting from yeah. me now? I, I, I think, think a lot. Yeah. Sorry, carry on. Sorry, you go. Oh, I was just going to say, I think as long as you're open about sponsorships, I don't think it should be such a taboo, but it's difficult as yeah. an influencer mm. to be like, keep being like, I genuinely like these, you know, <laughs> every mm. single Please. time we do a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was just going to say, I think a lot of people think that you're doing these hidden ads. And sometimes if I do like something and I just want to put it on my story, I feel like I have to say, this isn't an ad, Mm, by the way. Yeah, I I shouldn't have to say that. But I think a lot of people don't realise that if you, well, I know it's different for different countries, but in the UK, Mm. if you post an ad, you have to say it's an ad. You You can't just do these. But then I guess people do, some people do do these sneaky ads and Mm -hmm. then maybe they never get found out for it. So I, I see why not everyone everyone is as trusting I think, like, because I've, see, I've seen it, it before oh, yeah. God, I see it all the mm, fucking time but mm. I think because when it first started like influencing and sponsorships that that law wasn't in place like because it was yes. so new yeah, there true. wasn't anyone mm. saying like this is how mm. it should work so it is mm. recent as in maybe the last two years well maybe, even yeah. even the UK laws tightened up what like a month mm. ago it got even more strict oh, as they? far as filters mm. and yeah oh, nothing that would affect us so like I I do understand why and the way some American influencers, like the the male, like the men's grooming male influencer space is just mm. awful for mm. adverts and not disclosing mm. an advert. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm talking about you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely won't be listening to this. Um, so I understand why there's that distrust there because like, yeah. I think that like not disclosing sponsorships is like steeped within the history Absolutely. of being an influencer. Yeah. Um, which is a shame. Which is, is a shame. Is. But I wanted to talk about those sponsored apps so you don't know about these i don't know what you're talking but about i first joined them when i first became a youtuber where you can sign up and then you get all these brands that are like if you oh, talk yeah. about our product we'll give you 50 pounds 100 500 so i can't remember what any of them are called now one of them was called fame bit fame bit that's i was, it. Oh, I I was a that. member of that one oh, i yeah. was too yeah but it'd be awful stuff like um mini travel version of this perfume for 50 it was pounds. random stuff wasn't it so like strange. this little bluetooth mini speaker or <laughs> yeah, like 100 toilet rolls like it, it was, was really so odd ra- it was kind How of like do you incorporate um, that into your content? people do it they just any old See, shit i when I when I first started I was part of Famebit and I mm. did do one sponsorship on there which I was these liquid lipsticks and yeah. they just wanted a lip swatch video so I was like mm. yeah sure I can do that um but when I received them I then realized that they didn't even ship to the UK. So I was like, well, oh, they've what? shipped me over these to liquid you. lipsticks. Mm. And so then I had to put in the video because then I think I messaged them and they were like, oh no, well, you've already agreed to it because you signed the contract. You know, at uh, the time, yeah. I didn't have management. I think yeah. I had like 10,000 subscribers or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was one of the first sponsored things that I've done. And so I felt like I didn't really have any control. I didn't really know what I was doing. Mm. But I was like, yeah, I like your lipsticks, but. <laughs> what do I do? Because most of my audience are in the UK. UK they can't things. buy them. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, sorry, you've already agreed to it now. So I just did it. And then I think I had to write in the Honestly. description, like, sorry, they don't ship to the UK, <laughs> but if you're a US follower, you can get them. No one can get these, but... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just watch. No one that watches you can um, buy them. Yeah, so that was I bad. did a charcoal toothpaste. 
advert oh, nice. through that. And that was the only thing I did. And they were very, very mm. good. They they actually were like, oh, let's do this off fame bit. And they paid me a little bit more for oh, it. So they're cute. really good mm. about it. Yeah. But that's yeah. the thing is, these are the apps where you can do skinny tea. Um, yeah. Uh, mm. Whatever old, other old shit, you know. all, all this it's, like yeah. Wish. it's like it's Wish like has Wish. put all their shit on an app. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, it's like it Wish, is. but just for ads. Yeah, yeah. like there's really a gel is. manicure set. Mm. I need a wee yeah. again. What is wrong with me It's today? all the, co- the 10 coffees we drank. <laughs> but, so this is where, like you said, you didn't have management. And I mm. didn't at the time either. And I remember taking a job back then that I was tied into for a year because I didn't oh know how to God. read contracts. The perks of having a management uh, a management team. So when mm. we first started this podcast, me and Rob actually talked about never doing sponsorships or how uncomfortable we felt with doing sponsorships. Really? Not, yeah, not because we thought they were bad, but because of the stigma behind them and everything we just yeah. talked about. Yeah. But when we got management, I think we noticed how... Um, what's the word, how much we are in, not power, how much power we have, how in control we are (laughs) and could be over contracts as opposed to without Mm. a manager. Um, Yes. And I I think that's something I wish people knew, subscribers knew when it comes to our sponsored content is like, well, this is actually how it played out. Like, this is what they wanted. I was like, no, I'm going to do this instead. Mm. And they were like, fine. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's something, because not having management and having like brands take advantage of you, I think is something that mm. is like unacceptable nowadays that brands yeah. still do. Now our tools online where you can see how much you're following, how much you social, should be getting social paid. Blue Book? Social Blue Book. I, think I, think I never I believed to... that. Oh really? When, I didn't either. When, yeah. Before oh, I had you... management, because <laughs> mm. I didn't have management, I think until I had, it must've been like 400,000 subscribers really? or something. Mm. So I've only been with Saatchi. Well, actually I think it's, it's probably been around three years now, but it still feels quite new, which is really weird. Yeah. But I was by myself for a long time trying to deal with my own ads and my own sponsorships. Mm-hmm. And I looked on Social Blue Book and I was like, there is no way that is accurate. Right? And yeah, so no. I, I did one job where I signed the contract for it. And it was, I think it was 10 videos, but it was like fancy dress, like costume videos and I think I've said in, in like a, a thing before, I'm not going to say the brand, but it was 10 mm. videos for a thousand pounds and which is obviously an amazing <laughs> amount of money <laughs> at the time. And I was yeah. like young, but then when I actually worked out how many hours I was spending yes, on each video, because they were like full on fancy dress, like, like, you sure. know, stuff. 10 videos. I then realized that. has a nerve to ask. Yeah, I know. Was and it was all within a like a Yes, so it was £100 a video, but the videos were, like, really sort of creative and, like, loads of makeup and in-depth and stuff. Mm. And then I realised afterwards, like, I mentioned it to someone and they were like, Soph, that's that's not, like, Mm. that's not cool. And the amount of time that I was spending on each video, I worked out that I was earning below minimum wage just to do these, like, videos. It's not something you think about, because you think when you're doing your own thing in in your own time, it's like, oh, wow, a thousand pounds is great. I can work from home and do do Mm. this myself. I was thrilled. That's great, yeah. Mm. So, but when you work it out like you did, like, actually, that's, that's like, not manual (laughs) labour. No, what's but... What's the word? <laughs> yeah, it's just like, not basic Not pay. being paid enough. Yeah, not basic yeah. pay. That's it, not mm. manual labour. But it's I was so excited yeah, to just have be. a job and to be paid for something. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. But then it was only after speaking to people that did have management. They were like, Sophie, you're massively underselling yourself. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, I did a, a video once 
in exchange for a pair of straight uh, like straighteners because <laughs> i was like yeah sure like I those straighteners those, look yeah. great yeah. i'll do yeah. a whole video in exchange yeah. for that but there are you some know. brands that i would do that with though there are yeah, some yeah. brands that like oh. i'd be like oh you know what i, I would re- i really want that product i really like it or i really like you as a brand yeah. just ship me your products and i'll talk about you because i use you anyway yeah but that's the thing is i feel like brands doing that to smaller creators now is mm. completely unacceptable i feel like there needs to be some like legal limit or like some kind yes. of like i don't know i don't know there needs to be something that mm-hmm. i don't know it's because it's not spoken it. about what widely but that's the thing though people know that influencers make a lot of money when they get really really high levels of followers and so people mm-hmm. understanding themselves so it's still really common is as like i had um someone messaged me and they were like, because they saw I did a a sponsorship with this company who I really, really liked Mm -hmm. and I don't work for them anymore. Um, But they were like, they've offered me this and this. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. Mm. (laughs) That's absolutely ridiculous. And because they'd never done it before. They've never had someone approach them. I was like, that's really underselling yourself. And you can see their skill and their talent and how much work Mm -hmm. they put in out of their own time. It, it was insane. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's like, we'll send you this eyeshadow palette and we want this many videos on Instagram, this many YouTube videos. We yeah. want you to have it in this. Mm-hmm. It's like, are you kidding? One palette yeah. and you want all that? No. Yeah. Social Blue Book is a really good platform like, mm. to go for because it breaks down all your analytics mm-hmm. and everything and tells you why you are worth that. You wouldn't mm-hmm. do it. Before I you got management. I thought that's re- I was offered a job and I put in my fingers. I was like, no fucking way. Yeah. I'm not asking yeah. for that. It was rude. like, I don't feel comfortable doing Same. that. I was like, mm. you, I was like, just ask for it. I, I wouldn't think... feel comfortable now though. I wouldn't feel comfortable now. Oh no, that's why I'm glad we got so, so that's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, no, I'm, I'm never in a million years. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, just yeah. send me, send me a box of food. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see some rations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> send me toilet rolls for a week and I'll, and I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> um, let's talk about, so before we join management, I was with a lot of MCN, so multi-channel networks. Mm. They are companies who sign your channel to their network Mm -hmm. and takes ad revenue. A majority of them for no real reason. Mm. Yeah. So I'm going to say the names because they're not around anymore. Yeah. Style Hall I was with. Yep. I was with Unilad. Um, I was also with Icon mm. Network. So the American mm-hmm. version of Icon. Icon were amazing. They flew me out to LA. Yeah, I they was, were great. I would say like the oh, stuff wow. I did with them, I got my so money's good. worth. Yeah. They were really good. Mm. Um, nice. The other two, not so much, but they also represent themselves as management. Whilst I did get a few jobs through Unilad, they were still taking money with me f- from me for no real mm-hmm. reason whatsoever. Yeah, um, we are part of an MCN now, but because that's mm-hmm. joint, it's our management management's MCN, so it kind of more than works out well. You know? And yeah. there's an honest one and there's a dishonest one. That's the thing. And I was so, with I think yeah. this one still exists. So this is all allegedly and in my opinion and from my what I perceived as experience. <laughs> mm. And it was broad bra- bro- uh, broadband broadband TV. TV. And they yeah. approached loads of people. And when they mm-hmm. approached me, I was like, oh my God, that's amazing. amazing. Like I want to they were like, we'll give you the tools <laughs> to grow your channel. Uh-huh. Analytics. <laughs> Deep dive into <laughs> analytics. That sounded yeah. like a biscuit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm, and, <electric. laughs> and um i was like oh that's incredible i want to get my channel growing and then they're going to give me all this support and stuff like that mm-hmm. and then they signed me and <laughs> i didn't hear from them for like maybe like six months mm. until yeah. i emailed them i was like can i talk to someone about how to like grow my channel or do something with my channel mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah 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 we'll set up a call and nothing nothing mm-hmm. and it took me 
I think about three years to get out of a contract with them. Mm. And I was bad mouthing oh, wow. them everywhere. I was I was talking talking shit about them. <laughs> apparently and supposedly. Apparently, allegedly, supposedly. And they were like, We give you all these tools. All they did was give me a subscription to like this service that can give you co- uncopyrighted music. Mm. Yeah. That was yeah. growing my channel. <laughs> and then this other one that helps make chips. You do yeah. have to be careful. And if people people know that I mean they could sign loads of people with very small amount of followers and get a pound from them a month, a pound mm-hmm. from them, and then have mm-hmm. you know loads and loads of people and it all yeah. adds up and there's so many people yeah. doing it and so the promise of let's grow your channel it's like, it's oh shit, of course. Yeah, exactly. It's a, lie. It's a, it's a yeah. pure lie. Yeah. Unless they can actually manage you and actively show you that they can get yeah. you work and get you jobs and meet these people from this company and have a, a talk with these people from this company, then why else should you trust them, you know? Well, mm-hmm. Style Hall, who I was with, which I don't think are around anymore, had yeah, they thousands. They died. They are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Completely dead. Um, they had thousands of people. Yeah, exactly. Thousands and mm-hmm. thousands of people in the UK alone, and they were across the world. And here's the thing, that broad, broadband TV, allegedly, in my opinion, mm. you can just sign up to it. Yeah, you can just, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. with, Harper's Bazaar had one, and I was with them for like a while, and I never heard from him again. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. yeah, not Harper's Bazaar, so Huffington Post. Huffington Post, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Harper's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is a completely different thing. <laughs> That's a different thing. Sorry, Harper's. But yeah, they just, just bad mouthing this. Yeah, yeah, for no, for no reason. <laughs> that was a Yeah, there's so many. And mm. I remember I got tons of emails being invited to every single MCN mm. ever, pretty much. I That's what do. it felt like. They would mm. email every day, like, do you want to join yeah. us? And I was yeah. like, no thanks because at, at the start I thought oh that sounds nice they say they're yeah. going to help me grow my channel yeah. and you know they'll <laughs> help me like get work and stuff Providing but then tools. I had a friend that was with I think it was Style Hall and I remember she was locked into a contract with mm-hmm. them for like four years right, or exactly. something uh-huh. and she was like I'm trying to leave because since I joined them they haven't got me any brand work at mm-hmm. all literally mm-hmm. none mm-hmm. and they were taking like 20 percent of her adsense or something Ridiculous. or like yeah. or 15 percent or mm-hmm. actually maybe it's even like 30 percent because there's different percentages of what they would take Shit. and 30%. they were just taking that money and doing nothing, nothing. and yeah. so she wrote to them and said i'd like to leave and they basically said sorry you signed this contract you've got another three years left or that's whatever. exactly mm-hmm. what happens to me, and yeah. so you have to be so careful yeah. if you are starting as yeah. a youtuber yeah. and wanting to sign really, with an mcn yeah i remember with style hall i sent a really shitty email at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> i'm waking up and getting an email from them because i i always wake up to like we at like 4 a.m or something like that i remember okay. sitting on the on the toilet like typing this e- really <laughs> shitty email like accusing them of fraud and stuff mm. the next day they were like really sorry like we'll let you go i was like thank you really <laughs> Yeah, I was really lucky because wow. that's definitely yeah. not the case for a lot of people. Yeah, and I would say mm. just general advice: if you're going to join an MCN, make sure they're acting as management. Make sure you have yes, you know, look up reviews. Actually, I um just put on YouTube uh, BBTV, and then so many shitty videos came mm. up. Like this, yeah. I'm still on my contract. I'm still trying to get out of it. Mm. I wrote them a threatening mm. letter. I, I threatened legal action. Mm. Um, mm. not that I was going to do anything. And they were like, "Oh, sorry, yeah. but you're still on your contract." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I think yeah. if you. <laughs> If you have been, you know, invited to join one of these networks, I would say to anybody that's just starting out, do your research. So look mm-hmm. them up, like you said, on YouTube. Try and speak to other creators that are also mm. on that network. See yes. what they think of it. Yeah. And if you do have to sign a contract, don't just skim through it. Okay, read we all do through, it. Yeah. <laughs> read through it. But also I would say get someone else to read through it yes. as well yes. because yeah. they might see something that you've missed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they can be like, hang on a minute, this bit. What did you see mean? this bit? Yeah. You know. 
I would say yeah. get someone else to read it yeah. as well. hundred percent. I think it doesn't have like to be a lawyer, just to... like a friend. Exactly. Oh, yeah, like someone who who is used to reading right. contracts or like or any a letter. lawyer. Yeah, if you happen to yeah, know exactly. one, <laughs> is your dad a lawyer? And but we're so used to having to scroll through things and just scrolling down and being like, accept. And but again, it's yeah. that mix of exciting opportunity. Mm. It's like yeah. a multi-level marketing company where they're like, join us and we'll yeah. make life grow. Yeah, mm. I would say you are perfectly capable of growing your YouTube channel to a substantial amount of followers without having to have any support from any professionals yep. and no even sponsored yep. content you know no gifted products like i know there's a lot of people on twitter recently especially are like oh my god if only this brand would see me and if only i can get on this pr list mm-hmm. and um reach now it, that's not the only thing it's a really yep. great perk mm. but it's not the only thing about being an influencer getting free product yeah i mean like any money you do make from in the beginning i would say reinvest back like back in by buying product mm, or definitely. your setup all that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. yeah just be careful and know your worth without sounding cheesy i think yeah. knowing that influencers are um valuable valuable and worth money mm-hmm. doing like mm-hmm. it's modern day advertising so if you're mm. going to take a job yeah. re- realize that you are worth however much the internet is telling you and don't worth. base it on subscriber yeah. count it's oh, how no. many people view your videos this you can, is, you yeah. can have a yeah. hundred subscribers and if a hundred thousand people view your videos you're yep. good to go you're good to go yeah join yeah. that MCN no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean you're probably doing something wrong if you've got a hundred yeah. subscribers and a hundred thousand views but <laughs> but sure <laughs> People just love to hate watching you. Maybe yeah, yeah, ask people to subscribe in your next <laughs> yeah. video. Do you, do you know what? Actually, the moment I... Because I, I had one of these things, right, where I was about to give up on YouTube. I was like, I'm going to pay this guy oh. to look through my channel and go through my analytics mm, and tell mm, him what I need mm. to do. He was like, you yeah. need to start telling people to subscribe. I was like, that's not going to make a difference. I was like, that's mm. not going to make a difference. The moment I told people to start subscribing, it made a huge difference. Really? Yeah. Wow. And he was like, change your thumbnails, do this. Literally overnight, Everything changed. Crazy. I posted a video oh, wow. with all the new. It was absolutely mm. insane. It was at, like two days before our birthday. It was it, like little well, things happy like birthday, that. James. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I just remember, like honestly, like th- those little tips are actually really good. Mm. If a lot of people and are doing all, it, do all it. that information is on is online. Did you? Did you ever? When you started out, were you? I guess there wasn't a blueprint of what to do. No. Where it wasn't like people deep diving, it wasn't channels dedicated to it, or was there? I don't even know. I don't really remember, to be honest. Yeah. I, I don't... I think I did watch a couple videos that were like, how to make a thumbnail. Right. But I just yeah. sort of did what I wanted mm. to do. I don't think there was anybody that I necessarily was like, oh, I need to do it in this sort of style. Right. I just mm. think I just did it my own way. Are, are you like an analytic? How do you say that? Analytic. Analytic. Uh, thank you. Thank you both. Are you- <laughs> You're welcome. Anytime. Are, are you like an analytic? I gotta say it. Analytic person. <laughs> person. Analytical do you, do you check them on your page? Your anal. Oh fuck. Do you check your analytics? Yes. <laughs> or, or are you like no? I don't. I just rather just get on with it and do whatever. I used to be a lot more obsessed with it than I am now. Yeah. I mean, actually, my views have gone down a lot, so maybe I should be... <laughs> oh, mine too. I think there's something yeah. going on at the moment. There is something there, going yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. But I used to... I used to, to check you. them. Yeah. Please watch me. No, watch I'm <laughs> I used to check them every single day. Yeah. And do, do, do you guys use Social Blade? Yeah. That, I still do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But yeah. I stopped using Social Blade when they stopped doing like the live sort of subscriber right. count, oh, and they so only annoying. do it per ten thousand exactly subscribers yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. But I used to obsessively check that mostly to see mm. how my views were doing, yeah. see how my subscribers were doing. Yeah. Um, 
but I don't so much anymore really uh since YouTube changed that whole thing I've sort of relaxed a lot with it and I just kind of do my thing and obviously sometimes I will check to see um how a video is doing but I don't really look I don't really dive that deep into it but maybe mm. I should you know I do you know I don't understand it and I feel like when I get wrapped up in it you know the studio app whatever it's called what's yeah it called? Oh. as soon as I put up a video and it's like oh everyone hates your video and yeah. no one's watching oh and I'm like well fuck <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to live anymore yeah and that's I'm just the like, worst it's, it's yeah. awful and I feel like it but then you look at it and it's like actually no the numbers are fine like that's fine mm-hmm. that's me that's how yeah. I usually do mm. and maybe it's like but the way they work 200 it. less yeah it's no like one's looking it's good. so and mean. When you get a video that's higher than usual, it does like this celebration of confetti yeah. and shit. And it's like, can we calm down and like bring it back a little? Stop patronising me. Yeah. I know what I can do. Oh. It is. I think you can get caught up in. I I I do hear some like see some people and they tweet things and do things and it's like um oh this my analytics were this this month and it's going up and now it's going down. It's like mm. just just calm just down. Just calm down and maybe think about yeah. I find that every month I'll have or every couple months it's like mm. this. Mm. Yeah, All I was the about time. to say. All the time. It and is constantly I'm just, dipping yeah. and growing. I'm just yeah. over it now. I'll, I, every month I'll have that week where I'm like, well, this is it. My career's over. No one's yeah. watching. And then the next week it'll be like highest views I've mm. ever gotten. Then it'll be down Honestly. again. It's just, yeah, it's just like, I think you can definitely overthink it. When it's your job and you have yeah. people to pay and you're making money, you know. There is that pressure mm. though. Of it's like, oh, you know what? I'm doing really well. But what if like everyone just decides they don't like you? Yeah. Like, yeah. What if one day yeah. everyone's like, oh, actually you're not my kind of person and everyone stops watching you. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, that is that. a fear. Let's wrap, finish it on that good note. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that really positive note. that really note, positive note. <laughs> that we're all going to fail Nothing someday. can last forever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, thank you so much thank for joining so. us today. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Where can we find you on the socials? You can find me on YouTube. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, no. <laughs> Soph Does Life on YouTube, Soph on Instagram, and Soph Does Life on Twitter and TikTok. Perfect. And of I'm course, we will link. Oh, fucking TikTok. I always forget about I forget that. TikTok too. I will start one day. One day. Start doing this. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yes. We want to see the dances. <laughs> or doing your lipstick. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And of course, we will link everything as well to you um, for everyone to check oh, out. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you so, so much. much. Thank you guys. Bye. Fake fake goodbye. Fake goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, there we go. Wouldn't you have it? What a lengthy discussion about yeah. everything. Listen, that was... we are recording this like a week later. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we hope you enjoyed that episode and just kind of like, you know, like, you know, enjoy that, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. We will, yeah. um, of course, leave links to all of Soph's um, social media, all of that kind of thing, um, on our Instagram post at the Double Cleanse Podcast. Is that it? Yeah, I think that's it. You said it like you were going to say more then, but I think that's literally it. Yeah, no, I think yeah, yeah no, I think it is. Um, yeah. yeah, and from there you can find our individual socials also. Yeah, thanks for finishing that. Yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah, no, thank you so much. (laughs) Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.